0: If you're struggling to eat healthily during all these increases in grocery prices, you are certainly not alone. Canadians are finding it very tough to access nutritious food with the grocery prices up 10.6% compared to last year. But there's some hope for you. Today, we're joined by Terence Bwating, a Canadian nutritionist who has valuable tips on how to stretch your food budget without compromising healthy eating. Good morning to you, Terence. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate it. Okay, so grocery prices, we all know, they're sky high compared to what they were just even one year ago. Canadians finding it really tough to buy healthy foods at a decent price. So you've got some tips and advice to help us to buy healthy but on a budget. What have you got for us?
1: Absolutely. So I came with three tips today, and I think the first one that I tell all my clients is first, go to the grocery store with a list and better yet, a plan. If you know exactly what you want to buy and you sort of mapped out your week of food, it really prevents that sort of wandering eye from buying a lot of things we don't need and us ending up at the register with much more food than we intended. Um, And to that point, you know, I I read a study the other day that suggested Canadians often waste as much as one-third of the food that we buy. So if we have a plan, we're far less likely to waste our food, meaning that's more money in our pocket.
2: The
1: second big...
2: We, one more second, Terrence. When we plan, I'm guessing this should be a whole family. If you don't live on your own, it has to kind of be that whole family thing, I think, because you got to you know, make sure everybody's happy, everybody has something that they can eat, and at the same time, if everybody's invested in the plan, it'll work better. And what I'm saying here, Terrence, is I have teenagers, less <laughs> complaining.
1: Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely. If, if you get input from everyone and everyone's agreed to the menu for the week, mm. it's much, much easier to get that buy-in and actually see the food end up in everyone's stomach. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, give us tip number two, Terrence.
1: So number two, and this is really for, uh, I would say, best for smaller households, you know, I just live with my fiance here, which is purchasing frozen fruit and vegetables. Now, the actual cost is slightly more expensive than fresh. But again, if you have the habit of, you know, throwing out half of the broccoli you buy or throwing out half of your spinach, buying frozen is just as good from a nutrient density perspective. And you'll find it'll actually last the full week or months, if that. So buying fresh and frozen, if you're not frozen if you're not likely to eat all the fresh food that you buy.
2: Okay, well, it depends on where you are. Maybe you don't have a lot of access to the fresh stuff. The frozen one part, but how about the canned as well? I know that that has, you know, kind of had a bad rap, but in the 70s and 80s, we kind of grew up with canned vegetables and fruits to a certain extent. Can you talk about the nutritional value in the canned varieties?
1: Yeah. Canned can also be just as nutrient dense. See, the the trick is whether it's uh, frozen or canned, they're typically picking them when they're ripe and then preserving them. I think part of the issue for some people, if they're watching their blood pressure, some canned vegetables are preserved with a little bit of salt. What I tell my clients is just rinse them off before you use them. So you're kind of washing away some of that salt and then it's just as good as fresh.
0: Okay, so we got tip number one: you go with a grocery list or and or a meal plan. Number two: buy frozen fruit and veg. Number three, Terence. So
1: third one, and I think this is the biggest one, which is try and add a little bit more plant here in Toronto. And I went to uh, my Loblaw's and I was looking; chicken breast right now is going for twenty three dollars a kilogram. I went over to the uh, to the chickpea aisle and I found. Similarly, one kilogram of chickpeas for $4. Mm. So you can imagine if you have a few uh, bean chilies or or some wraps with chickpeas in them, you will save a lot of money and still get lots of quality protein.
0: I'm just going to repeat that because you cut out right when you were saying what it is. So it was try to add more plant-based options, correct?
1: Yes, yes. Chickpeas was the example I was giving there. So
2: So, so on the list here, you have uh, beans, lentils, chickpeas, for example. And I think that... There has been trepidation in the past because, for example, lentils, it, it takes just a little bit of skill and know how to, to get these lentils where you want to go and chickpeas, the recipes. But with the resource online, as far as recipes now, you can find endless recipes for the beans, lentils, and chickpeas, can't you?
1: It's so true. Yes, there's so much good stuff online. And over and above that, going back to the, the canned idea, um, you know, I totally understand. If you're not used to soaking chickpeas or lentils overnight and doing the whole process, canned are are good to eat right away all you got to do is rinse them and then you can add them directly to to your recipes and you're still getting a huge cost saving
0: how do i hide what they are from my children
1: (laughs) that is a different challenge (laughs) but (laughs) i think a chili is a really good way to go because you still get all those other strong flavors and then they're just kind of slipped in good
2: point As recently as I think it was in the past week or a week and a half here, uh, Terrence, we we spoke with a food stylist who talked about the, uh, you know, the unsung hero of leftovers. And when you're cooking, to cook more to stretch those meals and as a result, saving the dollars. Is that something that you work with clients uh, surrounding?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, there's two ways I do that. One, I love sort of the bowl idea for for a meal. So let's say you have some leftover chicken, maybe some leftover chickpeas, some veggies kind of hanging around. You can put them all on a bed of rice and now you have a brand new meal. And and for the family, they can also have lots of decisions. So if there's broccoli and spinach left in the fridge, chicken and, and pork, everyone can kind of create their own bowls out of leftovers and you have a brand new meal. Another thing I also tell my clients is what you ate for dinner could totally just be tossed in a wrap for lunch the next day. And again, you're kind of stretching out that meal. So I'm a big fan of leftovers as well.
0: Curious, Terrence, uh, you know, air fryers are are the hot thing right now. Anything, you Mm. know, as a nutritionist that you kind of have come across that's maybe a fun way to change things up a little bit using the air fryer?
1: Yeah, I like the air fryer because you can get a good sort of crispy finish. Uh, on a lot of different foods i'm a big fan of using um i often put salmon in the air fryer but also i love to kind of slice up a, a potato and put it in from a cost-saving perspective you know making your own homemade fries mm-hmm. if you kind of have some skills with the knife can be much much cheaper than buying a larger pack of frozen because a lot of what you're paying for is somebody else to do the work for
0: right uh, you
2: touched Terence uh, terrence on on the uh, you know the chili and the beans, for example, and using more plant-based alternatives when it comes to protein. I know one of the furthest ways to stretch dollars is with pasta. Can can we make pasta and, and pasta sauce nutritional and still feed you know a family of six, uh, but still have that nutritional value?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And actually, this is something I work with uh, picky children with a lot. And so, one thing I often recommend is blending different vegetables and then adding it to sort of a cooking tomato sauce. That way, they're hidden, but you have an extremely nutrient-dense tomato sauce that you can toss on a pasta, and you're getting, you know, a lot of your vitamins and minerals that way. So I I think carrots go really, really well that have been grated and blended. Peppers go excellent. Um, And as well, you can also find you can sneak things like broccoli if they're kind of blended all the way down and then cooked into the tomato sauce.
0: Okay, you open the door, Terrence. You, you help families with picky kids, basically, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, so, you know, what if, this is my example in my house, my son doesn't even eat pasta sauce. So how, what's kind right. of the best way, if, if you've got a kid who only eats, you know, basically white products like white bread, white rice, all that mm. sort of thing, is there a way to, to get them eating better when they, they clearly don't like strong tastes?
1: Yeah, so first of all, I think the first step is, getting any child, any teenager invested in food. Um, I used to uh, work for a a kids' cooking camp, and half of the kids there were extremely picky eaters, and that's why their parents sent them to the cooking camp. And what we found was when they got to choose the ingredients that they wanted to make for whatever food we were making that day, they were hands-on, they were washing vegetables, they were chopping, they were putting it together together. All of that prep work that uh, the children were involved in made them at least want to try it. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step, Mm -hmm. right? If someone's involved, if someone's picked the broccoli that they want to taste and they've picked the recipe and they put it in their mouth, that's step one. Now, whether or not they like it, that's up to (laughs) them and over time. But I do know for a lot of picky eaters, the first step is putting it in your mouth.
2: I don't think, though, Sue, you're going to have any chance to... You know, stop the kids from just eating the white products, you know, the, the breads and the stuff, and the rice, uh, and switch to pure green. I think that's a, the dream, unless it's green Kool-Aid or something. Yeah, fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> fair uh, enough. Thanks so much for your time, Terrence. We appreciate it. That super timely topic and uh, some tips we can use for sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That is Terrence Boateng, a Canadian nutritionist.